0: A Higher Things reflection for the Wednesday of the second week of Pentecost, June 14th, 2023. Call upon me in the day of trouble; I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. Psalm 50, verse 15. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Have you ever struggled to find a gift to give someone? Sometimes picking just the right thing can be a challenge. It might even feel impossible. What do you buy for the person who has everything? Now, consider a gift you might give God. Psalm 24, 1 says, The earth is the Lord's, and all the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell within. In other words, God owns everything, and everyone in all of creation. In our text today, it says, The cattle on a thousand hills belong to God. I feel like I should add that the cattle on the thousand and first hill belong to Him too. All of the cattle on all of the hills and everything else in creation that's not cattle or hills, it's his too. I think I've made the point. God owns everything. But when God says that he won't accept his people's sacrifices, it's not just that he doesn't need what they're offering. It's that the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Psalm 51:17. God isn't looking for us to impress him with our very best works with our very best sacrifices, or our very best efforts. He's looking for faith. He's looking for us to die to our self-centered, idolatrous way of life. Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Sacrifices are an interesting subject in the Old Testament. If you read through the Pentateuch, you'll see sacrifices all over the place. If you read through Leviticus, you'll see an entire sacrificial system that is set up in a very specific detail. But the point of sacrifice was never the sacrifice itself. It was always a looking forward to event. Every sacrifice in the Old Testament was intended to point toward the one and only sacrifice that actually took away sins. The writer to the Hebrews wrote about this when he said that Christ offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, Hebrews ten twelve. So maybe we've been asking the wrong question this whole time. Maybe there are times when we feel like we should give God a gift, but our God is in the business of giving, not receiving. He rejoices to give you the gift of his Son, the perfect sacrifice for the removal of sin. And that is the perfect gift for each of us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Not all the blood of beasts on Jewish altars slain could give the guilty conscience peace or wash away the stain. Believing we rejoice to see the curse remove. we bless the Lamb with cheerful voice and sing his bleeding love. L.S.B. 431, verse 1. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. and political unrest everywhere around us. It can be difficult to find hope. Newspapers and social media seem to be plagued with headline after headline of sin, death, and destruction. How can we find hope in these seemingly hopeless times, and how can we provide hope for others? Reverend Dr. Matthew Harrison provides encouragement in his book Take Courage, Hopeful Words for Hopeless Times. He reminds readers of God's words of hope and promise and points us toward trusting in Jesus during our temporary earthly struggles. Take Courage, now available from Concordia Publishing House.